Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Sunday, November the 10th. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. I haven't done a podcast since the World Series recap, so I got a few things to cover that I haven't got to talk about yet because I've been busy, but I've been wanting to talk about it. So we're going to do that today. The assistant general manager gets fired. Reed Ryan, no longer president of the Astros, and Nolan Ryan has cut ties with the Astros as well. We're also going to look at the 2020 roster and how it's shaping up. We'll take a look at that. And uh, I'll also update you on a new venture that I have. And also, I'll update you on the giveaway. Not that there's a new one, but I'll update you on a few things about the last giveaway. So I'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so let's dive into this story. I know it happened a couple of weeks ago, but I think the Nolan Ryan part happened sometime during the week, last week. So I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, So the Astros fire their assistant general manager, Brandon Taubman, right after the Astros defeated the Yankees for the AL pennant. He was overheard or quoted or whatever you want to call it. He said, thank God we got Osuna. I'm so effing glad we got Osuna. Now, that doesn't sound bad. Doesn't sound bad that he said it. But it was targeted at a specific female reporter wearing a purple bracelet that was for domestic abuse awareness. And as we all know, Osuna served a suspension last season when we picked him up or we traded for him. And I don't follow this lady. I think I know who it is, but I I don't it doesn't have the name, but I don't know if you have Twitter or not, but Allison Footer, if you follow her, she would always tweet the domestic abuse hotline number when he was pitching. So I think it could be her. I'm really not sure. And I don't really know why she has it out for him, but maybe she has something in her past that she is so uh, passionate about it. Who knows? I'm not saying anyone's right or anyone's wrong. So, the Astros originally claimed in a letter, and I did hear about this, that 
the report was fabricated, that it was a lie. They didn't call it a lie, but they used that word. But since, I guess some uh, more witnesses have come out, they have retracted that letter. So Luno, Jeff Luno, did say that that letter reached his desk and he in fact saw the thing. He saw it and knew it was going out and he let it go out. But I know he was probably in the locker room, but did he see that happening? That happens. Someone accuses someone that you're close to of doing something that you wouldn't expect from them. So more than likely, you're going to agree with them. So he's the assistant GM, so they've got to know each other pretty good. He's been with the team since 2013, so I know they have to be pretty close. So maybe he was probably so surprised by this accusation that he didn't believe it. Or not that he didn't believe it, but that he believed his assistant. So, what else happened with the last, what ha- not what else, but what happened with the last two GMs? The assistant GMs for the Astros. This guy has been there since 2013 and possibly could have been on the road to being a GM himself. The last two assistant general managers in Houston went on to be GMs on other Major League Baseball teams. David Stearns was the first one. He went to Milwaukee. And then the one I'm more familiar with because of the the, uh, book Astro Ball is Mike Elias, who went to Baltimore. So keep an eye on Baltimore because he was part of the Astros' rebuild. So what are my opinions of this? So I don't know why that guy would do that. I don't know if he had been drinking. I don't know if he'd been falsely accused of domestic abuse. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if he is just a strong supporter of Osuna that he just didn't like this woman. I don't know why someone with such a, I don't know if it's a high profile job because I didn't even know his name, but he's up high. He's up high on one of the best teams in baseball and he's acting like an idiot. I, I, I was trying to think of another word But, I mean, that's stupid. I don't know why he, I don't know if he was drinking, but why was he so upset? Why did he purposely find her? Why did he yell that at her? So that's what it said. And and she, it wasn't in the story I read, but I had seen a tweet or something about it. And, you know, it was kind of scary for her. Like, but anyway, I, I don't know who she reported it to. I don't know, whatever. But Luno knew about it. They retracted the statement and apologized. So he's gone. <laughs>
Brandon Taubman, you have ruined your career. So now let's move on to the next one. And are these all connected? Are these all connected? Jim Crane announced that Reed Ryan has been reassigned. President of the Astros, Reed Ryan, has been reassigned. And his son, Jared Crane, will take over as president. So you've got, you can just look at that. You can look at that statement without knowing anything negative and say, Daddy gave his son a job. You move over. I'm going to give you another job title. But my son, and I think they do this with the Dallas Cowboys as well, with Jerry Jones and his kids, but... You could just see it as that. If you didn't know anything bad, if this story about Taubman never got out, you would just assume this, that I want my son to be president. Maybe the son was like, Daddy, Daddy, make me president. I don't know. But that's what happened. So after this happened... Nolan Ryan said he will not continue as executive advisor to the Astros. Nolan Ryan would not say why. He just said, I'll leave it at that. I'm no longer going to be with the Astros. And when they ask him why not, he said, just leave it at that. I'm out of here. So... If you look at both of these stories combined, did Reed Ryan have anything to do with the Taubman episode? It, did he was he somehow involved in the letter or anything or any trying to cover it up or whatever? I don't know if he had anything to do with it. Did that lead to him no longer being the president? I don't know. If, if it was bad enough, wouldn't you just let him go? I don't know. So, so there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions you don't know the answer to. Is Nolan Ryan leaving because his son lost the president job? That's what I thought. When I read that the other day, that's what I thought. Oh, well, you're removing my son as president? Well, I'm leaving. I believe Nolan Ryan's contract was supposed to be over in February of 21, so we had roughly a, a little over a year left anyway. But he left. He's gone. He's Audi. Leave it at that. That's what he said. But is it because of his son? Or is it was because of the episode in the locker room with Tobman. Did he just say, I don't agree with this. I don't want to be associated with a team that would try to cover this up or put out a letter that said the story was fabricated, which that's, that's the baddest part right there. It's bad that the guys did it, and it's bad that the team said that the report was Fabricated. Those are two, two very bad things and a big black eye on the Astros organization. I totally agree with that. But why did Nolan Ryan leave? Why is he leaving? 
I don't know. Is it because of his son or because of all this bad stuff the guys did? Maybe he just didn't want to be associated with them. But what did Reed Ryan do? Did he do anything to deserve to lose his job or are they just promoting daddy's boy? These are questions we do not know the answers to. So another question that comes up with all of these. So now you can kind of see while I'm telling you all this at once. There's another question. And because of Dave Benton, now I have to write this down. So give me one second. I got to look up the Round Rock contract. So what happens to the Round Rock Express? They're the AAA club for the Houston Astros. And I need to look up when their contract expires. Because Nolan Ryan owns the Express. Is he so upset with the team that he's he doesn't want to be associated with them? Anymore, so perhaps he's going to no longer want to be their triple A team. So we'll have to see what that happens. So at the end of the episode, in the I don't know part of it, I'm going to look up. I don't know if it was I don't know or I don't remember. But anyway, this is something that I don't know. I have a question. Round Rock contract. When does that run out? And thanks to Dave Benton. Damn it, I got to look it up. So I'm going to take a quick break. You know what I'm going to do? Since I have to take a quick break for our, our wonderful sponsor, Anchor, um, I'm going to look it up now. So we'll be right back with part two of the podcast and the answer to that Round Rock question. I'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so I looked it up, and the Astros made it a four-year agreement with Round Rock. So three more years left unless Nolan Ryan figures out a way to get out of it. I don't know how you do that, but we'll see. So now let's look at the 2020 roster. There's a few questions. Let's talk about those. Uh, Number one, can the Astros sign Garrett Cole? Quick, easy answer, no. They can if they want to pay a shitload of taxes, but no, no, they're not going to. Um, so here, here's mine. I, I read that Garrett Cole wants eight million, I mean eight years, 36 million. I don't know what the total is of that, but it's a lot. It's more than David Price got, and I think it was 270 million, so it's Probably in the 300 millions. But eight years, that's red flag number one. Astro's not going to do an eight-year deal. And they can't afford to do $36 million. They have Verlander at 33, Altuve 29, Grinke 24, Springer 21, Brantley 16. They can't do it. Can't do it. So... I just don't think they're going to sign him. I know Jim Crane was interviewed and he said we're going to make a run at it, but they're not. They offered him the qualifying offer of $17.9 million. I think that's the number, and he's going to turn it down. Someone's going to sign him. 
Maybe the Yankees, maybe the White Sox, maybe the Texas Rangers, I don't know. The Angels, the Dodgers, who knows. But they're going to sign them, and we're going to get a draft pick out of it. Same thing happened with Dallas Keuchel. He wanted a long-term deal. Astros wanted a short one, so they gave him a qualifying offer. He turned it down. But he waited till after the deadline. There's a deadline in June, I believe, that if you don't sign with a team, then your former team does not get a pick. So that's normally the practice. The only one I remember is 2013. Colby Rasmus took the qualifying offer, and I think back then it was like $13 million. So it's just something you do. We can't sign you, so let me do this. There's other, there's other players. They could have gave a qualifying offer to Will Harris, but they're not going to pay him $17 million. Because the Astros have like eight free agents from this year. And he's the only one they offered it to. So he's the only one that is worth $17 million. So Garrett Cole is not coming back. I already, I can guarantee you that. So two things so far. All right, so Kyle Tucker. Here's question number two. What about Kyle Tucker? Uh, last year, I said Kyle Tucker will be on the roster, and I was wrong. Started out in Round Rock, had a 30-30 year. Too good for AAA, nothing left to prove. It's time. It's got to be time. You refuse to trade him. You possibly give up some trades for some good additions to the team. For a guy you're not using, it's time. Uh, Reddick's on his last year of his deal. Uh, $13 million. I don't know if they're going to be able to trade that. I don't know if Reddick is worth $13 million. I've read that he could possibly be on the bench. Maybe the Astros have to eat some of the contract. But it's time. It's Tucker time. Kyle Tucker, starting right fielder, 2020. That's the second thing. Uh, first year, he didn't look good. This year, called up in September. Four home runs, 11 RBIs, 269 batting average. I'll take that. Six times four, that's 24. Six times 11, 66. If Kyle Tucker can get 24 home runs and 66 RBIs, I will take that because there's no way that's not more than Josh Reddick. So we'll see. Reddick may be on the team. He may not. Another hole that we may have, what about Miles Straw? My answer to that would probably be next year. Maybe next year, because Jake Marisnik is still here. But what I read today, Jake Marisnik is on his last year of arbitration. Uh, they have his payroll on here is three million a year, and uh, you know, but he's got to go through arbitration, so it could be more, it could be less. But Miles Straw probably makes five hundred thousand. So compare the two. Jake Marisnik probably a better fielder. Uh, Miles Straw faster, faster than anybody. Can also play shortstop, and he costs five hundred thousand, six times less. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of giving him up, but I'm okay with it. I think Miles Straw can fill in perfectly, outfielder and shortstop on the bench with that speed. I think he, I, I thought he was going to be on the playoff roster, and I was kind of surprised he wasn't. I think he could have contributed a little bit, but he didn't. But I think Miles Straw. It's kind of weird. 
I've said this before, the Astros have a love affair with Jake Marisnik. And that'll really shock me if they don't sign him. But who knows what he's going to try to get in arbitration. But $3 million, Jake Marisnik, or a five dollars $600,000 mile straw? Give me a mile straw. That's my decision. Garrett Cole, gone. Reddick, possibly gone. Jake Marisnik. Jake the Snake, Jake Day. You know what? I... I'm not saying that I would like to see Jake Marisnik leave, but I would like to see someone sign him because he's not going to start in Houston. I would like to see him get signed by a team that will start him. I want to see how he can do in a full season as a starter, not a backup. But if he's in a backup role, see what I'm saying here. If he's a backup guy... Why do you want to pay? You're already strapped for cash, hitting the threshold. Use that three million dollars for a relief pitcher. I say, I say, Jake Marisnik's gone. The next question is, will they extend George Springer? My quick answer is no. I don't think so. You've got so much money tied into Altuve and Greinke, uh, Spring. See, now Verlander and Grinky have 20 and 21 left. So maybe, maybe, think about this. Maybe this could happen. They give a qualifying offer to Springer, which right now he's making 21 million, so we'd have to take a pay cut. But maybe he signs a team friendly deal. Maybe they extend him. To where this season and next season, he still makes about $20 million, And then after that, he can take some of that money that Grinky and Verlander are using up. Maybe. I mean, last year was a great year, but I think he's 30, 31 years old. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to want to pay George Springer 30-something million dollars. I don't I don't see it happening. I just long run, I don't think they're going to sign him, but there's still a possibility. How about that? I think there's a chance. All right. So I wrote this down too, but we've said it before. I mean, you've heard it. You've got Bregman, Correa, Springer, Altuve, they've already signed. So they've signed f- two of the four guys. And we've known this all along. We've already assumed Correa is going to leave. And I wouldn't give that guy uh, a big extension or $30 million. He's hurt too much. He's not worth it. He's worth it when he's playing. So he's worth $15 million. He's going to miss half the year. But I wouldn't give it to him. So you know he's going to be gone. So all they got left is Springer. He's got to sign Springer. They gave a lot of money to Bregman. That doesn't start... I think for a couple of years, because they, sh- they, uh, I think the next two seasons, he's gonna make. Uh, Where's he at? Twelve point six. It's probably what he's gonna make the next two years. And I reported this last time when they signed the deal that they signed Verlander for two years, and then Bred- uh, Bregman for like six or seven, but the first two are small, and I think that'll help pay for. Verlander, but they brought in Grinky. They didn't have a $24 million number two pitcher last year. 
You're going to have Lance McCullers. He only makes $4 million. Much better value. But anyway, it is what it is. So that I just don't think I don't think they can do it unless he takes a qualifying offer with the guarantee that they're going to sign him after these two dudes are gone. But then they're not going to be able to afford pitchers. You're not going to win the World Series without pitchers. So I don't I don't know. I don't know if you're going to invest $25-30 million on an outfielder. I don't know. I hope so. You know he's my favorite player. I hope they keep him, but I don't know. I don't I don't see it happening. But you never know. He is George Springer, the heart, the heart of Houston. Uh, what about Chirinos and Maldonado? Um, I wrote a story about this, and I said that they could. I didn't write a story exactly about this, but about the roster. And I said they could sign one of the two, and I would say Chirinos. He did a good job. Uh, maybe they might go out and see what they can get. I did read that. I know Grandall is the number one uh, free agent catcher this season to get. He he was, I think, one of the top three last year, but he only signed a one-year deal. So he's out there. Maybe the Astros want a better offensive catcher. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, what I read is maybe they're just going to sign Chirinos and have Stubbs as the backup because Chirinos did good enough, and he's not going to be expensive. Grandall will cost about three times as much. And they can just use that money in the pen. And I agree with it. It's been their it's been their uh formula so far and it's worked. Not that great of a pitcher. I mean, not that great of a catcher, and use the money for pitchers. So this is so if they have a 26-man roster, if this is really true. I just don't see it when you go to, to Astros.com. It just says 40-man roster, an active roster. It doesn't say the, the number 26 or 25. But I keep reading it. That is 26. I, I remember saying it. But it's going to happen. So let's... Here's a couple more guys. I'm going to go over the roster, but here's a couple more guys. Joe Biagini, the funny guy. He's one of the eight free agents. He will not be here. And I also read Devo won't be here. So you got Cole, Biagini, Devo, that's three. Maldonado, that's four. You got Will Harris and Smith are five and six. And McHugh. I can't remember all of them, but that's seven. But I haven't seen anything or read anything about McHugh coming back. McHugh actually... Posted on Twitter a goodbye or a thank you letter <clears throat> to the city of Houston. So he's gone. And I haven't heard anything about them signing Joe Smith. I don't know why. He's pretty good. But Will Harris is the only one that I know of that they're going to try to keep. But he is no longer on the team. They did add Kent Emanuel. To the 40-man roster, and that's what I saw. There's 34. They have 34 men on their 40-man roster, including Aaron Sanchez. This is someone that I forgot about. So you have JV, Altuve, Grinke, Springer, Brantley, Redick, Bregman, Osuna, Presley, Gurriel, Correa. Then you have Sanchez, Peacock, McCullers, 
Jake Marisnik, so it could be down one more. And Joseph Biagini is in arbitration year two, and his salary is 1.5, and they may not keep him. So that frees up 1.5 million. Uh, Kent Emmanuel, Josh James, Martez, Jack Mayfield, Sionel Perez. He could be on the team, but I'm getting ahead of myself. That's that's just the uh, that's the money side of it. So let's look at it. Starting pitchers, it'll be Verlander, Grinky, Lance McCullers Jr. He's going to be back, and then I would say Jose Arquiti. I would say you probably agree with that. That's one of the guys. And my prediction is that they will pick up a free agent starting pitcher. They're not going to pick up... Uh, I heard that Zach Wheeler's name. I've heard Zach Wheeler come up, but I think he's going to cost too much what they want. I don't think they want to pay... I mean, I don't know. They, I think this guy wants like $13 million a year or something, so we'll see. Uh, and I just said his name and I forgot it already. But, man, the guy, it's, oh, Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler, remember that name. He could be on the team. He's He's been linked to the Astros in a few stories that I've read, so keep an eye on that. But he might be too expensive, but you never know. Like I said, championships, you win with pitching. Osuna, Presley, Peacock, and Abreu, they'll be back in the pen. And then you got to go free agents. You got you need about three or four free agent pitchers. Will Smith is a lefty that I've heard the Astros are going to go after, and that is something they need. And then you got Stubbs, Yuli Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Brantley, Springer, Tuve. I mean Tucker, Alvarez, Diaz, and then Straw and Jake. I don't think they're both going to be on there, but one of them will. And then you need another catcher. And maybe Reddick will be on the bench. So you got one, maybe Toro. Toro could be on the bench, so you won't need to go get that. So maybe a starting pitcher, three bullpen guy, two or three bullpen guys, and a catcher. I, I don't see the Astros signing too many more people than four, but that's all the work they have left. So anyway, I'm back on day shift, and it's time for me to hit the old hay, get ready for bed, got to work in the morning. But I wanted to share this with you before I left. If you think that you would be interested in writing or blogging, I'm such an amateur, I don't even know what it's called. But anyway, if you want to write about the Astros, and also it'd be a nice place for me to get some stuff for the podcast, but if you want to write about them, you could write about when you went to a game. You can write about you can write about anything. When the World Series happened and Garrett Cole, you know, if you felt like he should have went in, you could log in, write a story about. But it doesn't have to be like Mister Newspaper Man, just a blog. It doesn't have to be professional. Also, I can edit it, so you know. But if you're interested in writing about the Astros on Astros Fanatic. That's, that's the name of it. It's a blog. And it is astrosfanatics.worldpress.com. I've already got two guys in it. We're going to all write about the Astros. And you're not going to get paid. There's no ads. It's just for fun. It's just 
for fans, fans of the Astros that want to blog and write about their team. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe their readership will climb and maybe maybe it can turn into something. I don't know. But for now, it's just for fun. I was writing for a couple of different sites. This last one I was writing for, uh, they actually were going to pay me to write. But they also wanted me to post in some forums and all this stuff. And I don't know if I got time for that. I don't even understand it. I went to the forums and I tried to post like they wanted me to. And I don't even get it. I don't even know how to post. So... I just went to the website and I was like, if I want to write about the Astros, I'll just write on, I'll write about them by myself. I don't need to make money. I don't need ads. I don't need anything. I'll write about it. So anyway, I got a couple of guys that are interested in it. And if you're interested as well, let me know. Astrosfanatics.wordpress.com. If you want to get a hold of me, send me your email. Send me your email address and I'll send you the invite if you want to write about them. You don't got to be a professional writer. Just write whatever you want. It's kind of like a diary, like an Astro's diary. That's what a blog is. I don't know if you've ever blogged before because I've never blogged before. Anyway, now I'm rambling. But I do appreciate everyone listening. Not sure when the next podcast will be, but hopefully the free agent frenzy gets started. I don't think anyone has signed yet with anyone. Not even... Nope, not going to say it. Not going to do it because I don't have time to look it up. I got to go to bed. But I don't even know when free agency starts. I don't even know if it's already started. But I'll check with you. When, when things start happening, I'll be back. But I do thank everyone out there for listening. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.